0: No, in my mind, it's like you're going to, you want to be able to feel the pain too, a little bit to some degree, because then you know you got some issues and uh, you need to work on them from the inside out. And I feel like uh, hemp slash CBD um, it just helps and creates, you know, gets rid of the inflammation because where you feel pain, that is inflammation. Inflammation is pain, pain is inflammation. How do you get rid of inflammation? Well, you create homeostasis. And how do you create homeostasis? Well, it's all boils back to plant-based medicines and making sure your levels are all at, running at optimal levels. And how do you do that? Well, get your blood work done and, and have a, a hormone specialist, analyze it, and um, and start with CBD. If for, for people that just want to kind of, you know, some people are still completely dead against cannabis because it makes you high. and And some people just don't like that. And that's totally fair. So there's... You know, in our facility here, we also, we, we do um, nano emulsions and we do tea-free. So we, we take out, so when you when you grow hemp, we grew, you know, a couple hundred acres of hemp in the last couple of years. And, you know, you, you have to isolate that, that CBD. And then, you know, from there, you can also take out what little THC is in there. It's got to be below 0.3%, right? You right. Can take that right out. So we call mm-hmm. it T free so, you know, for the people that are a little bit scared, try the t free distillate, t free CBD, go into your local stores and see what, you know, if they have that available and, and then start giving yourself five to 10 milligrams before you go to bed at night and see how you sleep. My dad's been doing it for a while now. and He can get great sleep.
1: And just for the listeners so they understand. So T3 is, is basically the whole full spectrum oil or the distillate minus the THC part. So if they're worried about, you know, the THC is going to give me psychotropic or, you know, it's going to make me high or anything like this. Now, obviously at point 0.3, I mean, we're talking about like <laughs> such a small level. I don't um, think which you're going to get anything at that, but which you're not going to get anything. We like to use it because of the full spectrum entourage effect. Um, so we like having a little bit of THC in there. Now, again, it's still such a small amount. Um, we like, we're working on something now that actually by weight, we could get more THC in it for the people that want that legally without using a medical marijuana card. But you, let's go back to the fact of the pushback. Cause that's uh, something I wanted to ask. Do people, do you find that people are reaching out to you, asking you more about cannabis or health related questions, or are you doing anything to kind of get out there and educate locally nationally I'm just curious if players have ever asked you your experiences or just family members or friends um how, how do people respond to to you and, and what are you doing to kind of get your uh, get the education out yourself
0: yeah that's a good question um just talking openly about it just like we're, what we're doing right now you know you know i see my my father my my close family it starts with our close family um, even my kids could be taking CBD before games, which they do do. Um, and, uh, it's just about education. That's the biggest thing right now. Cause people, so a lot of people don't know the difference between cannabis and hemp, right. And, right. And, then, and then you got industrial hemp and then you got medical grade hemp, you know, CBD hemp. So it's all about education right now. And what do I do to promote that? Well, sometimes if I am when I, the odd time that I'm on social media and I, I kind of scroll through some stuff and. Um, I, I will follow people that I'm, you know, I think I'm learning something from cause I love this industry and I want to know more and more about it. So I'll, I'll retweet the article and something that resonates with me. Um, so just kind of get it out like that. I don't want to be constantly pushing stuff in people's faces, but it's, I think it's something that something needs to be out there. It needs to be out there and, and I'm not afraid to talk about it, but yeah. Um, so basically that, and just, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're a new business. We're a new company. We're not that new. We, we, you know, I've been around for about four years, but we're just building this business and the, the way regulation has changed all the time, it's hard to, you know, um, to get established. Right. So, um, you know, I, w- that's part of my, my, uh, game plan once we have this company up and running and, and we have everything in place is, you know, social responsibility is, is huge on my radar and to be able to, um, educate and advocate, you know, what we're trying to do. Of
1: course, we love what you're doing, and and you know it's it's kind of something. It's been a passion for mine for so many years. You know, I, I can't say that I have the injuries that that you've gone through, but the the people that I've uh, tried to help with so many different modalities out there, and it's not just pain and inflammation, right? So we have you know we have people that are epilepsy, we have people that have GI issues, they have fibromyalgia, they have mental you know, health mental health issues i mean there's there's so many things that people have no idea that can really be helped with using something from the plant natural instead of all these these medications i mean it was funny something you said ryan you said you'll if you stop taking the opiates you'll know that you're like a little hurt like you'll feel your body telling you that there's there's some healing that still needs to be done not that, and that's hugely important, you know. If if you're going out there and you're masking all that pain, you really don't know how much more you're hurting yourself. I mean, nobody really talks about that part, more? right? I mean, you're if totally you're creating more damage for sure, you're right, creating more damage, right? So if you don't, I mean, the pain is your body telling you, "Whoa, there's something wrong," right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, right. this is you're like, "Wait, stop! <laughs> this is this. I'm hurt. Slow down." <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel sometimes cannabis does that on its own. Like, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll smoke some weed and, 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 and then all of a sudden I'll be like, Oh man, my neck is a little psych sore. So that, that'll force me to go work on it.
1: Yeah. uh, That's a good, that's a really good point as well. Um, so, um, you know, I, I love the fact that you're always trying to do education. We are, and, you know, something we could do uh, trying to forward the narrative together. I mean, that's really what Hempire is about. Um, that's why we do it. Uh, there's so many people that are misinformed, um, uneducated, and and um, they also like to do a little entertainment as well. So, um, you know, I, I always ask, is there anything from the NHL that you remember? And we'll go back to Hemp in a minute, but just something that you remember I don't know. Um, just a backstory of something that you were in your career that really stuck out. Could be with you, could be without you, something you saw on the ice, something that just made you turn your head and go, Wow, I never thought growing up as a kid, you know, the NHL was this way, but really it is because it's a business or just anything wild that's happened or in and out of the ice, just anything that you remember that that would that listeners would just, you know, just bring them into. The, the eyes of Ryan for a couple minutes.
0: Yeah, well, the 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 first time stepping out on the ice, and it was just like it's kind of the uh, uh, sequel to what we talked about earlier uh, when I when I met Wayne Gretzky. Um, so that that evening, I was literally like, I come from Saint John, New Brunswick, flew to LaGuardia, and then took a town car into Maple Leaf or Madison Square Gardens. And then I remember that first time putting on the New York Rangers jersey. And I remember just that just that initial feeling of like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm putting on the New York Rangers jersey. And that's going Rangers. Yeah. (laughs) Ranger fan right here.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, you know.
0: So you were saying so, so, yeah, putting on putting on a jersey and uh and, and just sk- skating on the ice in, in Madison Square Gardens was definitely uh, a, a feeling that I'll never forget. Um, you know, being on the ice with Wayne Gretzky-Messier, you know, Brian Leach, Mike Richter, all these hockey hall of famers is, uh, whoa. All the greats. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's kind of funny because, you know, people forget that the athlete was the kid, right? You know, like you, you think back and you, you're always, when you're a kid, you're you know, like, you know, the fourth quarter making the last shot or you're in the third period and you're down a goal or, you know, you're whatever, whatever the sport is, you know, and you always picture yourself in that stadium or everybody watching. And was that something that was crazy for you? Th- the amount of eyes, the media, the cameras, um, you know, th- just was that ever a, a factor that kind of blur out you know because you're in the game right so you're not really paying attention to that as much
0: yeah initially you know it's a, that that you kind of get groomed into it basically from a you know when you're when you're playing in Delhi double c hockey to junior b hockey to you know in junior c hockey you get 200 fans then you go to junior a and our home rank was a couple thousand so that's when i started getting a little nervous but then you just kind of be able to put that out of you, you and the coach has always said, play in between the glasses. Don't even worry about what's outside those, those glasses. You just focus on what's right here in front of you right now for the next three periods, you know, two hours. Right. And, and that, kit, that kept it real simple. And, and then just do your job on the ice. And it doesn't matter if there's five people in the stand or or 5,000, you know. And then you step it up another level when you go to the NHL. And I was like, whoa, damn. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a, you got to remind yourself. is playing between the glasses, you know. And so he's kind of. You get used to it, but uh, initially it is a bit of a nerve-wracking, but yeah, you get over it. Um, I'll never forget my first, uh, here's one, here's one of my most embarrassing moments, my second year pro, St. John's Newfoundland, Toronto's farm team, Um, uh, Tom Watt was our coach, and uh, he wanted us before the game, first game of the year, to come out of the Zamboni area where the Zamboni comes out and skate as fast as you can to the blue line and stop. Well, as soon as he said that, here is like, you know, manifesting your own destiny. I'm, I'm telling myself I'm going to fucking fall. <laughs> so I said that <laughs> to myself. So sure enough, my name gets called. I skate out to the blue line. I go to stop. My knees buckle. I slid right across the red line where the red carpet was. Our mascot, oh Buddy the Puffin, was on it. I knocked Buddy. <laughs> I hit the red carpet, which flipped Buddy the Puffin. <laughs> I had to jump over the red carpet. Stepped on a bit, bit of the red carpet, almost fell again. gets to the blue line, I get a standing ovation because the rink is sold out. First game of the year, I just did a bow, and uh, yeah, it was it was quite interesting that And everybody knew who your name was after that. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah, See, that's what I was looking for. I was hoping for something, just uh, just something. We always try to make it personalized, and and we want to, we just want to hear from you. You know, we're we're so. We, we love bringing everyone on that, that obviously, look, we're, we're all in the, the same fight together, right? We're trying to educate, we're trying to bring medication to people that can use it without giving them side effects. We're trying to do it naturally. Um, and just talking about that, because I do know that, obviously saw that cup and everything. I know you're, you're a little bit into the psilocybin as well. Um, is that something that um, the cannabis kind of uh, was the first part and then you got more into the psil- psilocybin a little bit, kind of opened up the gate. Not, not necessarily, you know, um, but, but is that maybe opened up your mind to other natural healing? I, I mean, I, just today, I mean, breaking news, Aaron Roger comes out and says, I mean, literally it's all over the news today, how he was uh, messing around with uh, ayahuasca and it's helped him through the, this two MVP seasons um, I mean, like, you know, it makes frontline news today. And I mean, obviously, it's not cannabis, but it's still another nalt- natural alternative cannabis. that helped. He, he said with focus. Uh, I didn't read the, the entire article, um, but, uh, but I, I did read a little bit of it. And it just said how it just helped him more focused to be in a better mindset. Um, you know, speak upon that, I guess, of uh, what your experience is.
0: Yeah, no um, so it's funny that you say that ayahuasca I experienced that uh, right at the beginning of covid there well no it was June of last year and um, and 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 cannabis actually you know brought it to me I, I looked I looked up ayahuasca way back at uh, when I was doing my research on cannabis back in 2012 2013 I was filing some articles like the Rick Simpson oil and good for cancer and this and that and so I was collecting on all that kind of stuff. And then I always wanted to experience with, uh, um, ayahuasca. Um, and, uh, I must be a psycho now, eh? uh, always want to experience with psychedelics, but I find it fascinating that, you know, from 1950 to 1965, the U S had like over a thousand white papers on psychedelics on how it was helping mental health back then. And then of course the Nixon government comes in and, and, uh, you know, put the war on drugs and then Reagan after that. So um, yeah, I, I definitely feel cannabis brought me to um, psychedelics and, and, um, and, and ayahuasca uh, on top of that. And I think um, anyone who's experienced with, um, you know, whether it's mental health or chronic pain or, um, you know, anything um, health related. Why wouldn't you try a plant-based medicine where the indigenous people have been using it for thousands of years? and somehow it just got taken away. So it's getting more mainstream, and people are like like Alan, You said Alan Iverson, right? They, they need uh, to speak up like that. No, and, and
1: no, 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 Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, the, the, sorry. Aaron Rodgers, our quarterback for uh, the Green Bay Packers.
0: Yeah, good for him for speaking up and, and just being open about what he's doing. And it's only going to help thousands of more people. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean I, – I,
1: I could tell you, I think Alan Iverson definitely is all about marijuana. That's for sure. I don't know about ayahuasca, but he definitely, definitely being a really, he was not a stranger to cannabis. Um, no, you know, and it's funny because again, there's so many different things we, we have a lot um, this weekend or, or when we go away, you know, to these events and things, and they talk about ketamine treatments and they talk about, you know, micro dosing of mushrooms and, but you know, getting back to, what we were talking about in the beginning with the athletics, there's so many doctors. When I tell you the board of doctors that were supposed to be like the experts are still, I wouldn't say clueless, but still do not have a great handle on the benefits of cannabis, or they're worried about things that, you know, they're worried about how it impedes your performance. Okay. Cannabis impeding your performance. Like when should I tell the athlete to stop using cannabis before they go on the field or they go on and and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like uh, there's so many athletes that are coming on and saying like, I mean, bring Riley up again, or bringing up uh, uh, kind of the other athletes that we've had that basically said, no, no, no. It it helped me. I had, we had Michael Moore the other day is like, I wish I was smoking you know, more than I was, yeah. um, you know, and because of just not necessarily the mental acuity thing is more of like just my body, right. Just right. N- helping with the pain afterwards and, and, and faster recoveries. But then, you know, you talk to someone like Riley, he said, well, I smoked, you know, all through the time I was in the NHL and used cannabis and it definitely helped me, you yeah. know? Um, so it's kind of like, um, it's just, it's so misunderstood right now of where we need to be. I mean, now we're talking about children they were talking let's not say children, but I say children because they're still like, they're in college, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out how much can I take before I, I don't pass a drug test Uh or a lot of it is becoming now with the recruiting that I've heard. I mean, we're talking about major. Oh wait, we can't because there's some Bible belt schools and there's some schools that are, are against completely against cannabis. And they're saying, well, we have a zero tolerance policy. Like that's it. And these people in their culture have grown up smoking or their family has, or it's used them in just, and now they're saying, well, you go to college and you can't, well, they're, they're missing out on recruits. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking about you didn't use it because you were scared that you would have a black mark on, on yourself, right? Being in the NHL where these kids are going, these are blue chip players saying, well, I'm not going to go to that college if I can't smoke
0: That's or I good. can't use cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. I think time, <laughs> times are changing. The younger people are going to really change things. The people that are doing that right now, and they got to continue to fight for that and speak the truth. And as long as you're, you know, like I, I have great workouts when I smoke a little, a couple of past, you don't need to smoke a whole joint, but uh, whatever I feel, you, you get used to whatever it is you feel, but you have that intention before you smoke of what you want to accomplish. And you stay focused on it and you get it done and you do it to the best of your ability, no matter what. And whether you're, you're a little, you know, you're, you're a little high or not. I mean, whatever it is, just get it done. I mean, now that's not to say when you're driving, I'm not promoting smoking and driving by no means, but of, if, course, you know, not. I, of course not. If, I, if I'm going to go, you know, I, I was playing some rec hockey and I'm sitting there and some guys are smoking before they go on the ice. And I was already smoking weed on a regular basis at the time, but never I ever would. I thought I would do it before I went on the ice. But I thought, well, oh, heck with it. I'm going to try it out. So I did. And I actually had one of the best games ever.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny.
0: I wasn't I was panicking said, with a puck. I, I was actually uh, just holding on the puck a little more, more patient, you know, more relaxed out there.
1: <laughs> Definitely more calm. Yeah. Definitely more calm. You know, and 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 I think, and now now, now here's where I feel like, I've never yeah, exactly like when I was playing or anything that that was never part of my uh, my game plan. But but I will tell you, it's probably going to be a little different when you go when I'm playing rec hockey or I'm jumping out on an NHL game. And yeah. but you know what, like to that level, right? The right. level of competition or how quick the game is or what's on the line and people's mm-hmm. jobs and things like that. Right. And that's where I I think you're right though. I I feel like so many people have the under misunderstanding of like, well, it's just going to make me feel dumb. I'm when I smoke, I'm socially awkward or I'm just want to be left alone or, you know, you, you know, a lot of people feel like that. And, um, and a lot of people don't. And it's also knowing what type of terpene profile, what type of strains you're using, how you're dosing. I mean, nobody's telling you to go and get, uh, super high, and then basically, you know, go out and do something. You're just saying a little bit is helping you perform better. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Now that you're so, you know, brain dead that you can't even figure out how to, you know, how to do anything where you're just almost, you're forgetting things. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of mental acuity, just a little bit of relaxation lets you see the ice a little bit better or the game a little slower. Mm-hmm. And that is such an important thing because the stigma of, I never thought about taking marijuana and then going and playing a game. Mm-hmm. That's just not something I would have put in. To, it was and-
0: never in my head ever to do anything like that. You know, I grew up in the eighties, nineties, basically. And I was like, whoa, no, but you know, there's things we can do now too with DNA. Like we, 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 we get our blood and we get tested against certain cannabinoids, certain terpene profiles. And I had that done. And some some, some uh, kind of cannabinoid profiles are, will make me feel like a little bit too anxious and some are good for me, you know, like the, the mercine and the lemonine, And there's a, so and the science that's coming out, if, if people are real serious and they want to try something new, then, you know, they can, it, it is a science and you can, you can do that now. You just got to go online and, and find it. But there's not a lot out there, but it's coming.
1: And that's why we say everybody go out, get educated you know, experiment, see what works for you. If you're not a proponent of, of, of cannabis and CBD, well go out and try it and see what works for you And start low and start slow, Just go slow. Just you you go know, slow. you don't have to, you know, go into it, you know, uh, full force, but understand that there are a lot of health benefits and there's a lot of different ways that it can help you, but you got to find your specific terpene profile or your strain or your dose. I mean, it's what's going to work for one person's not going to work for another, but get educated because so many people are getting relief from this beautiful plant as well as you know, just helping them in their everyday life. You don't have to be a professional athlete. We say it all the time. You could be a a soccer mom. You could be, you know, someone that's on their feet all the time. You could just someone that has some GI issues or got in a car accident, had some back issues, or, I mean, there's so many, maybe depression or some other things. There's so many ways that you could utilize this plant. Just get the knowledge and talk to people from a reliable sports we're always available at PureWell. Um, you know, Ryan is obviously, you know, uh, if you could reach out to him somehow. Ryan, would there ever be a way where people or through the company or they could find out a little bit more about what you're doing as well?
0: Yeah, you, uh, follow me on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. And, and whenever there is something, I'll post something on there. I'm sure if you put my full name in there, you'll, you'll find me. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, and then I'll just keep people up to date on what's going on with my company uh, as we have updates.
1: Of course, and honestly, just uh, what we're saying is, is go to a trusted source. There's a lot of information out there, but there's a lot of bad information. Okay, so that, and that is difficult for people because they're like, well, I'm doing my research, but they don't realize that, you know, seventy percent of the stuff out there is just is BS. Yeah, so it's BS. So go to a trusted source. You could always call yeah. us uh, Purewell twenty four seven. We'll help you. We're online. We're on the phones. We're you know you could you always chat with us. Uh, we'll be a you know ask and answer questions as possible. THC or CBD. You know we yeah. could we could help you out with that. Um, and, and just that's this soul all we're here to do, people. We're trying to educate. We're trying to let you help you and. um, and we're, you know, so, so thankfully you came on the show, Ryan. Um, you know, we're definitely going to work together on something. I think you're going to like uh, what we do. we will get you some products so you can try some cool stuff, get you some swag and, um, and just thank you for being on.
0: Well, thanks for having me. And if you ever need me, uh, I, I'll speak on some on talk shows every once in a while. So I don't know if you ever do that, but uh, of course. Yeah, stay in touch. And uh, you can check out uh, one of the companies that, uh, on a bit of a side note that spun, we spun out of this, this building here, inside here, is a company called Serenity, serenity.com, spelled P-S-I-R-E-N-I-T-Y, and it's a health and wellness virtual health clinic. Basically, what they do is we'll have nurses go right to your door, take your blood work, and then um, analyze it through a homeless specialist, and and then and create homeostasis with, you know you know, just nutraceuticals and hormone therapy, and then eventually we'll be supplying other products as well. But serenity.com cool.
1: would be yeah. Yeah, I love that. Cool. All right, Ryan. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Why don't you take them out, Pete? Tell us a little bit about where they can find us on podcast. Well, they can find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We're talking about iHeartRadio, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and of course the flagship, cannabisradio.com. We thank you guys again. We really appreciate your time there, Ryan.